Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host. And today's episode is all about creating a success routine. Okay, that's putting in place everything you need to have a routine that you can follow that will guarantee your fitness success. Sounds like bullshit. I promise you it is not. Okay, anybody can do it. And whatever your goal is, if you put in place everything and you follow that routine, which is actually very simple, you can achieve success. So uh, honestly, have you ever wondered if it's even possible to put something like this together? Like, has that ever crossed your mind? Like, oh, I wonder if it's if it's even realistic to think about whether or not there's a routine or a map or some kind of process or system that I can follow to get my my fitness results, to get that body that I want, to get those physique results or that strength gain or that uh, that 30 seconds cut off of your mile or something like that. Have you ever wondered if there is a system for that? I mean, if you're a athlete in any capacity, then you probably already figured out that, yeah, okay, you know, if I, if I train right and I eat right, I can get the results that I want or something. Um, but that's that's actually really vague if you think about it. That's not really specific. It's not detailed, and it's obvious. Okay, anyone, whether they've achieved their fitness goal or a fitness goal or they haven't, they already know that. Okay, it's not it's not a secret that if you train right and you eat right, then you're going to get results. Okay, but what what about that? that is misleading, I guess, or confusing and makes the whole thing kind of smoke and mirrors. Like I, you know, I, I, I try to do the right things and I'm not getting the right results that I the want that I want. It's because a lot of it anyway, is because there's a, there's a lack of a system in place and a process in place that people are following. All right. There's a lack of that whole following of a process to get where they want to go. Um, and so we're going to break that down a little bit here today, okay? And I'm going to give you some examples of things that I personally have done and examples of what you or anybody could do. And it all starts with one core thing, okay? This whole process, this whole uh, system, this this map, it all starts with one core thing, and that is your North Star. That is your goal, okay? That is the flag in the distance that you are marching to, Okay? You need to have a goal, and that goal has to be specific. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You need to have a goal, and that goal has got to be specific, as specific as possible. I've talked about this in the past. I've also talked about committing to goals in the past, okay, Um, which is a big part of what I'm about to talk about. So if you haven't yet... Um, I guess it doesn't matter if you do this before or after, but I highly recommend that you go back uh, at some point and listen to episode six, 
okay? Episode six, committing to the process. Listen to it at some point, take some notes, digest it, and combine that with the content that we're about to talk about here today, which, by the way, I think is going to be extremely valuable for you and anybody listening that has any kind of fitness objective in their life whatsoever. Okay, so let's talk about creating this process, okay? Let's talk about creating the goal that drives that process. Uh, What is your goal exactly, right? What is your goal? And don't say something vague like, I want to lose weight, or I don't want to have to diet anymore, or I want to run faster, or I want to bench press more, or something like that, okay? That's not specific enough. And that is actually the first step to failure, right? Across all different types of physical fitness and health and strength-related goals, that is the first point of failure, is when people have a goal like that that isn't vague, or that isn't specific, that's extremely vague. It's not enough to go off of. Okay. It has to be specific. I can't stress that enough, which is why I continue to harp on it here over and over and over again. Okay. Take the time that you need, whatever that is. Okay. And put together the goal that you want and be as specific as possible. Okay. Um, so the example that I'm about to provide for my success routine that I have followed that worked is around a goal that I had at one point, and that goal was to have a six-pack, okay? That was that was important to me. I wanted to have ab definition. I wanted to have strong abs, and I wanted to have low enough body fat that all of the ab muscles in my core were showing, okay? Right? The primary six abdominal muscles. And that was important to me. May not be important to you. It was important to me. So that in itself wasn't specific enough. Okay. And I realized that after a while. But what I did was I took that goal, right? Instead of just saying, I want to have a six pack, I changed it to over time. I want to have the, the front portion of my core, right? The mid portion of my core defined so that I could see all six of my abdominal muscles in the front. Now, there's actually more than six, all right, in the, on the human body, uh, all right? There's, there's really eight, and then you have the obliques on the sides. So to say you want a six-pack isn't specific enough. So I changed that to, at the time, I just wanted to see the six immediate muscle groups below my, my rib cage, okay? So if you start at the sternum, uh, right? And you're in the middle of your chest and you go down, there's the, the, the first six are like the common six that people think about when they think about a six pack. That was really important to me. This, this goal goes back a few years and I wanted those to be visible, all six of them. Okay. So that was the goal. Um, even now looking back, that wasn't specific enough, but it was specific enough for the point of this exercise. Okay. So what I did was because I knew that's the goal that I wanted and I knew that I obviously needed to diet and and eat correctly and I obviously knew I needed to exercise and train. Uh, But what I did was I, I started taking daily actions and this is the success routine, okay? The success routine is a routine of actions based off of that goal that you have in place. So my goal was to have visible 
six pack, the top six abs of the center of my core visible, which means they needed to be strong enough. I needed to have low enough body fat and they needed to be, they needed to be physically built up, which means I had to, had to do a lot of strength training to get them to that point so that they actually built and developed like every other muscle, right? They needed to, to build and develop. So my success routine to get there, right? And this is important. It's something that starts with one phase and then it transforms into another phase. The first phase is 30 days long. Okay, that's important. Phase A or phase one is 30 days long. All right, and for 30 straight days, taking three actions per day towards that goal is the beginning of that process. Okay, so for phase A, for the first 30 days, you're taking three actions towards that goal. Okay, and then on day 31, immediately after that 30 day period, begins phase two or phase B, whatever. And that is increasing from three to five actions per day, every single day towards that goal. Okay. So what are these actions? Well, for me, since I wanted abdominal muscles to be visible, right? I was very concerned about the aesthetic component to this. Uh, I came up with a list of actions to take right? A minimum of three a day. And the actions were, okay, these are, this is an example of some of them that I incorporated as part of this routine, okay? Uh, Training abs, right? That's pretty much a given. Um, Training compound exercises. So training my body in other ways that would also stimulate ab growth, Uh, deadlifts, squats, overhead press, okay? Things like that. Uh, leg day in general is actually really heavy on the core. So I wanted to incorporate a lot of compound exercises into my weekly routine that would hit my core. So uh, yes, I would train my abs specifically on certain days, but then on other days, as part of my daily routine, I would hit a compound series of exercises that would also uh, put a beating on my core as well. Okay. So that was, that was the second one. Third one, uh, making sure I'm sticking to uh, the progressive overloading type of approach. Okay. That's going to be a whole nother podcast episode in itself. But if you're not familiar with progressive overloading, that is a strengthening routine that to be quite honest, I think every person should be utilizing in some capacity. And it's the only way to keep your body developing and growing over time. So for me, it was important that I stuck to that so that my abs and my core and even my obliques, which I wasn't concerned about, but they are a, a contributing component to this. It was important to me that those continued to develop and continue to strengthen and continue to build. Okay. So progressive overloading was one of my, uh, my, my actions that I was taking every single day, no matter what I was working, I was going to continue, uh, sticking to a progressive overloading routine. Okay. Four, sticking to my macros, right? Um, in this case, because I was concerned about the aesthetic component, I was more focused on a lean bulk slash cut, right? So, um, I lean bulk for a while and then I cut, you know, that was just, that was the diet component. But Um, because this goal took a long time to actually achieve, I went through different nutritional things and, uh, you know, for a while I was doing a lean bulk and then 
for a while I was cutting. But either way, my daily action was to stick to that. Okay, so I had a macronutrient count that I was sticking to. Um, so I had proteins, carbs, and fats, and then obviously calories that I was really adamant that I stuck to. And part of my daily routine was making sure I tracked what I ate. And then I, I weighed it out with my scale, and then I measured it, and I didn't go above and beyond that, okay? Um, so one of my daily actions from time to time that I documented was to stick to that and make sure that I that I committed to eating only what I set out to eat and no more, no less, okay? Um, another action was deciding not to drink any calories, okay? That's kind of a little hack that plays into the macronutrient stuff, um, but making that decision every single day, that was an action. And if I, you know, if I was faced with an opportunity to drink something that I really liked, but it had a lot of calories in it, and I made the decision not to, right? That's an action, okay? And because I took the, I made the decision, right? And I took the action to not drink that thing, okay? Which actually probably took more energy than to actually drink it. Um, I considered that something that contributed to this goal. So I wrote it down, right? I, I made sure that I wrote it down. And that was on my mind for the rest of the day. Choosing not to drink that 12 ounces of orange juice as an example, right? And take in all that sugar and take in all those calories and instead drink water or black coffee or something. Um, by making that decision, you know, it was on my mind. So it was an action that was worth taking. And it kind of drove uh, a big part of my day from there on out because I, I know I made that decision. I was feeling good about the decision and it just stayed with me all day, okay? Um, another one, reducing sugar intake. So if I made a decision to not consume something that had a lot of sugar or any sugar, uh, that was the same thing. It would stay with me all day. I felt really good about the decision and it just further drove me to work towards that goal. Okay. Going to bed on time. Um, you know, sometimes I have the opportunity to stay up late, obviously, especially now, you know, building businesses is not simple. And a lot of times I'm, I'm so driven. I want to keep working on it into the wicked late hours and, uh, choosing to go to bed early because I know it's the best thing for my body physically is a, another action that stays with me and it makes me feel good about myself. And it also makes me feel good physically. And then also, um, the body really wants that, okay? So to build abs, to build any muscle group, you need to do all these right things. But one of those things is getting enough sleep. And I've talked about that before. So going to bed on time, right? Um, it's not about how much you sleep so much as it's about what you do when you're awake. So making sure I'm ultra productive during the day so that I can go to bed on time, right? That was important. That was an action that I took. Um, an another couple, you know, few listening to fitness podcasts or, uh, reading a fitness book or a fitness article or a fitness blog. Uh, that was an action that I took. And then if I did that, I wrote it down because it was important. It framed my mindset. It kept me thinking about it. Um, having a conversation about it with somebody in person, that was another one. You know, if I really sat down and had a good 15, 10, 15, 20 minute conversation about my goal and then that person's goal, you know, and I built that, uh, that sort of dialogue around this, it was another reason to keep me driven because now I've talked about it. Now it's out in the open. I've said the words out loud. I'm thinking about it more and it keeps me focused and that will actually is something that's true for anybody in any area of life. But when it comes to fitness, when you start putting these goals out into the universe and you talk about it, 
and you're sharing the specific details of what you want and what you're doing to get what you want, uh, and you're sharing all that with people, it's amazing how much that actually tracks your actions internally. Um, you know, it's a, it, it, it changes your thinking, it changes your, obviously your action taking, and it almost makes you make yourself accountable. Okay. So if I had a conversation about it in great detail, I would track that down as an action. Okay. Um, so, you know, that, that's just a list of some things that I did. Okay. But I want to reiterate something here. Um, obviously if you listen to a podcast, that's not going to build any part of your body. It's not going to strengthen your body. It's not going to build any muscles. Likewise, you know, I talked about sleep, right? Well, if you sleep 12 hours a night, 10 hours a night, and you don't train your muscles or train your body and eat all the right things, obviously it's not going to do anything. Okay. But all of these goals, when you put them in perspective and you think about what part of the bigger picture they contribute, they offer a cascading effect. That's, that's really what happens. That's why these little ones are actually incredibly important, like listening to a podcast or talking to somebody or reading an article or blog or getting enough sleep. Um, they cascade into bigger things, right? The growth of these is not linear. It's actually exponential. So, uh, and I'm going to talk about more about that in a second, but, um, you know, when you, <laughs> when you think about your goal in the big picture, right? There's not one or two little things that contribute to that goal happening. There's a million little things that contribute to that goal happening. And that is something that not enough people understand. Okay. If you say, I want to lose a hundred pounds of fat because you are 300 pounds, but you really shouldn't be, you should be 200 pounds because you're six, three and relatively, uh, well-built as far as your skeleton goes. And you really should just be 200 pounds. Like, you know, I'm just throwing numbers out here. Okay. Um, but anyway, if you need to lose a hundred pounds, it's not just diet exercise, bam, you lost a hundred pounds. It's just not the human is too dynamic for that to be that simple. It is that simple, but it's not okay. What it really is, is diet and exercise and sleep and mindset and confidence and consistency and repetition and talking about it and staying focused and staying motivated and staying inspired over and over and over and over again. Okay. And you know, a lot of that stuff can't be measured. A lot of that stuff can't really be forced into being developed, right? How do you develop mindset? How do you develop motivation? How do you develop inspiration and drive and heart and all those things? You can't just develop those easily. You need to develop those over a period of time and you need to develop those in a way that is built upon success in, in little micro spurts. Okay. And some of that stuff is also built by doing the little things, right? Getting in the dirt and doing the nitty gritty. And in some cases that is going the extra mile to, instead of listening to the radio on the way to work, you're listening to a fitness podcast like this, or instead of reading some bullshit while you're, um, I don't know, waiting for dinner to, to finish cooking, you're actually reading a fitness blog or you're reading a health and nutrition website article or something like that. You know, it's the little things that keep your mindset focused on it 
or having a discussion about it, okay? Let's say you work a nine-to-five job. Instead of talking about uh, the New England Patriots, right? I mean, I live in Boston, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Instead of talking about the Bruins being in the playoffs, you're talking about health and nutrition. You're talking about meals. You're talking about this or that, macronutrients, something like that. That is going to keep you focused, okay? That is going to keep your mindset ultra-primed and ready to continue working on this objective, okay? And the other thing I want to talk about before I go into more examples and other tangible things is that, you know, out of that list of things I listed, okay, it's easy to do some of them deliberately, right? It's easy to go to bed on time. It's easy to listen to a podcast and, you know, it's easy to have a conversation about this stuff. Um, shit, it's easy to not drink any calories, I guess, right? It's easy to drink water for every meal or something like that. Uh, but this is, this is fitness. Okay. This is strength. This is muscle building. This is cardiovascular development, right? These are things that are physical in order to build physical strength, in order to build muscle size and density, and in order to shave time off of your mile, right? And all these physical things that you're looking for, or to build a physique, you need to incorporate physical actions. It has to be a major part of it, okay? This is extremely important, all right? I'm gonna just kind of say it one more time. We're, we're, we're shaping and strengthening and changing a body, right? A physical body, right? The success routine that I'm talking about here can, it can be made up of all the stuff I mentioned, okay? But if the emphasis is not on the really, really hard stuff that you have to do day in and day out, you'll never get anywhere, okay? You have to train your body and you have to have a purpose-minded diet that supports that, okay? I can't move further in this podcast without making sure that that is emphasized and that that is understood. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about a success criteria to build a list, right, which I honestly think is the best way to actually achieve a fitness goal, to be honest with you, Uh, but if you're thinking about the things that are going to populate that list in order for you to take three actions a day for the first 30 days and then incorporate couple more and get it to five actions per day to get to that objective, make sure that you're not losing sight of the big picture, okay? The big picture is whatever your goal is, your fitness goal, right? You can't lose sight of that. In order to get that physical goal, that fitness goal, that strength goal, you have to do the hard work either in the gym or in your home gym or on the track or, you know, whatever caters to that goal. Uh, nutritionally and fitness wise. Okay. I just had to say that you would be amazed to hear some of the things that I've heard about actions that people have taken and the results that they expected as a result of that. And honestly, the bottom line is talking does not lead to physical results. So anyway, you might already be thinking about what your goal is and that's awesome. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for you if you're in that situation. Um, cause that's where it all starts, right? Creating that goal. Um, you also might be thinking about how relevant the actions that I just listed for my goal of getting a six pack. Um, you might be thinking about how relevant those are to your goals, 
And chances are there's a ton of overlap. Okay. I listed off a lot of actions that I, I actually did take. And quite honestly, those are actions that I still take as I'm moving towards and progressing towards new goals because my goals change all the time. Okay. And again, there's a lot of overlap. And depending on what you're doing, uh, I bet there's a lot of overlap there as well. So um, I'm going to go through another example. Okay. And let's say your goal is to add 90 pounds to your squat. Okay. Um, if you are in the US or in a country that uses pounds instead of uh, grams or kilograms, because um, honestly, I don't know the comparison too well <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, but if you're adding 90 pounds, right, you want to add two plates to your squat, which is a pretty normal goal, right? Pretty common. Um, you know, the initial 30 days of actions could look like this, right? And you'll start to recognize some of these because they do overlap, okay? Uh, one action would be train legs, obviously, right? Train your legs. Um, the second action might be to train compound exercises, similar to abs, okay? Legs are built off of compound exercises as well. Deadlifts, overhead press, squats, things like that. Train your legs. Um, make sure you're sticking to a progressive overloading type of approach, okay? In order to strengthen your legs and build the muscle in your legs, you need to constantly, progressively load them in a way where they need to build and develop in, uh, in order to handle the resistance that you're throwing at it. Um, sticking to your macros, okay? This would be more of a bulking, maybe a lean bulk or maybe a, a full up bulk, but you're trying to build muscle. So you're going to be eating more and whatever those numbers are, right? Let's say you have those dialed in, sticking to them is what is important, okay? Sticking to them consistently day in and day out. That would be your action. Um, stretching a lot, okay? If you're trying to add 90 pounds to your squat, chances are you're going pretty heavy on the progressive overloading, which means your legs are taking a beating. So one of your actions might be stretching. Um, it might be rolling out or kneading or massaging the muscle, in your legs, right? In your hamstrings and your quads and your calves and your glutes and your hips to keep the tissue from knotting up. Okay. Going to bed on time. That's another overlap, right? You're trying to build muscle. Your muscles need your body to sleep, right? You're abusing it really hard when you're at the gym, you're eating all this food, right? You need to sleep. Um, and then honestly, the last two I think are a direct overlap. I think no matter what your goal is, you should be doing this right? Listening to fitness content, either in a podcast form like this or on a YouTube video uh, or something like that, reading a fitness book, reading an article, reading a blog, um, having a conversation with somebody, you know, those things are just, they're so incredibly important. I can't stress that enough. I think the more time in your day that you fill with fitness related stuff, and even it's even more important if it's specifically tailored for what you're doing. Uh, but even if it's not, just having fitness stuff as part of your daily routine in the car, walking the dog, riding your bike, uh, on the train, whatever, um, it's, it's amazing how that shapes your mindset and how it fills up little pockets of your brain. And you'll also start to see that you start pulling from that 
at times when you normally wouldn't. So you're in the shower, you're mindlessly washing your hair, all of a sudden you start thinking about your fitness goal, whatever it is, right? Training legs, adding 90 pounds to your squat, you start thinking about it. And you start thinking about, oh, okay, well, you know, what am I going to have for lunch today? You know, and then it just, it's amazing the cascade effect that that has, okay? Uh, And especially when you get past that 30 days, and you've built up the habit now of instead of doing, you know, zero, you're doing a minimum of three actions per day, right, towards that goal. You'll be amazed at how adding those other two and getting to the five changes everything, right? But it does take commitment, right? It does take commitment to get those first three down. And then after 30 days, it takes commitment to go from three to five. It does. But once you get it, once you get that into a system and you're following that, that system, you have officially created a success routine, okay, which is the whole punchline of this episode. You have created a success routine, and if you follow that routine, just like the entire purpose of creating a routine for anything, if you follow that routine, which is essentially a system, it's a process, if you commit to that process, just like I talked about in episode six, you will see results, okay? Success does come at the end of this, all right? You follow that process, you follow that routine, you follow that system, you see success. It does come at the end, okay? I promise. So, uh, listen, I think this episode, it was incredibly impactful. Um, I think there's a ton of value here, right? But only if you take action on it, okay? So if you have anybody in your life that has a fitness goal in mind, a strength goal, a muscle building goal, a cardio goal, an athletic goal of any kind, okay, and they just need to have some content in their mind to keep them motivated or to start the motivation from scratch, share this with them, okay? Uh, It is my objective to reach out and affect as many lives in this space as possible. Okay. So please share. And if you liked what you heard today, please go and leave me a review on iTunes. I would appreciate it. And I love you so much. Please also connect with me on social. I love talking to people. Um, I will have everything for my Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff in the show notes. Check it out. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. See you.